Welcome to Zichud Avsimad Memeh by Avram Goldai and Derim Rezeches Yuma Dav Chav Ches. The beginning of the third parak, Amra Lehema Amumuna. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the opening mission of the third parak states, Amra Lehema Amumuna, the administrator, which Rashi defines as the Skam Kohen Gadol, says to the assembled Kohanim, Tzu Ur'u Himigiyah Zman HaShchita, go out and see if the time of the Shchita of the morning Tamid has arrived. If it had arrived, the observer would say, Bar Kai, dawn. Masi Ben Shmuel says, here, Penekoa Mizrach, the entire eastern sky is lit up. He would then be asked, as far as Hebron, and he says, yes. Now, why was this necessary? Because one time, the moon's light rose over the horizon close to morning, and they thought the east had lit up from the sun, and so they shacked the Tamid, but then had to take it out to the place of burning. Point number two. From the days of our forefathers, the yeshivas did not depart from them. He learns from the presence of Zekanim, elders in Mitzrayim and the Midbar, that yeshivas were present there. He continues, Avram Avinu Zakim v'yoshiv yeshivaya. Avram Avinu was an elder sitting in yeshiva, as it says, Avram Zakin Babiyami, and Avram was a Zakin well on in years. Psukim are brought to prove that Yitzhak and Yaakov were also elders who sat in yeshivas. Eliezer, the Abed Avram, was also a Zakin sitting in yeshiva, as it's written, Avram said to his servant, the elder of his household, who controlled all that was his. Rebelezer expanded the end of the Pasuk, who controlled all that was his, to mean that Eliezer had dominion over the Torah of his master. He also interprets the Pasuk, who domestic Eliezer, to mean that Eliezer drew from the Torah of his master and gave it to others to drink. Rashi explains that the word domestic is an anachronism for the words dole umashke. He draws and gives a drink. And pointing with you, Rav said, Kima Avram Avinu called Torah Kula. Avram Avinu fulfilled the entire Torah. As it's written, Eka v'asher shema Avram v'koli, Yishmar mishmati, mitzvosai, chukosai, v'sorosai. Because Avram obeyed my voice and observed my safeguards, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. Rav said, and some say it was Ravashi, Kima Avram Avinu afilu eruvi tavshilin. Avram Avinu fulfilled even the Durban of Eruve Tavshilin, as it's written in the Pasuk, Torah Sai, my laws in the plural. Achaz Torah Shabiksav, Achaz Torah which indicates both the written law and the oral law. So once again, the three points are number one. The opening mission of the third parak states, Amro Lahem Amumuna, the administrator, which Rashi defines as the Skan Kongadal says to the assembled Kohanim, Tzu Ur'ui Migiyazman Ashkita, go out and see if the time of the Shkita for the morning Tamil has arrived. If it had arrived, the observer would say, Barkai Don. Masi Ben Shmuel says, the eastern sky has lit up. He would then be asked, as far as Hebron, he says, yes. Now, why was this necessary? Because one time the moon's light rose over the horizon close to morning, and they thought the east had lit up from the sun, and so they shacked at the Tamid, but then had to take it out to the place of burning. From the days of our forefathers, yeshivas did not depart from them. He learned from the presence of Zekanim, of elders in Mitzrayim and the Midbar, the yeshivas were present there. He continues, Avram Avinu Zakin v'yoshev yeshivaya. Avram Avinu was an elder sitting in a yeshiva, as it says, Avraham Zakin babi yamin. Avram was a Zakin well on in years. Psukim are brought to prove that Yitzchak and Yaakov were also elders who sat in yeshivas. Eliezer, the Abed Avram, was also a Zakin sitting in yeshiva, as it's written, v'yom Avram el Abdo zakin Avram said to his servant, the elder of his household, who controlled all that was his. Rebelezer expanded the end of the Pasuk, who controlled all that was his, to mean that Eliezer had dominion over the Torah of his master. He also interprets the words, 
to mean Shadola Umashke Rabo that Eliezer drew from the Torah of his master and gave it to others to drink. Rashi explains that the word domestic is an anachron for the words dola umashke. He draws and gives a drink. And point number three, Rav said, Kiim Avram Avinu called Torah Kula. Avram Avinu fulfilled the entire Torah as it's written. Because Avram obeyed my voice and observed my safeguards, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. Rav said, and some say it was Ravashi, Kim Avram Avinu afil erubi tavshilin. Avram Avinu fulfilled even the Rabban of erubi tavshilin, as is written in the Pasuk Torah Sai, my laws in the plural, achas Torah shebiksav va'achas Torah shebalpeh, which indicates both the written law and the oral law. All right, so now we go to our sim for Dav Chav Ches, and our standard simon is a strong man, koach, a strong man. So here goes. The strong man who stood on the roof to see if dawn had arrived saw an elder yeshiva tell his loyal servant to set up an air of tafshilin. Once again, in slow motion. The strong man, strong man, that must be more Dav Chav Ches. The strong man who stood on the roof to see if dawn had arrived, which reminds us, the opening mission of the third parak states, Amrogamamamuna, the administrator, which Russia defines as a skunk Kongado, says to the assembled Kohanim to go and see if the time of the Shkita for the morning coming had arrived. If it had arrived, the observer would say, Barkai Don. Masi ben Shmuel says, Hey, or Mizrak, the eastern sky has lit up. He would then be asked, Ajbe Hebron, as far as Hebron, and he says, Yes. Why was this necessary? Because one time, the moon's light rose over the rise and close to morning, and they thought the east had lit up from the sun. And so they shechted the tamid, but then had to take it out to the place of burning. So the strong man who stood on the roof to see if dawn had arrived saw an elder in yeshiva tell his loyal servant, which reminds us, Rabbi Chama said, From the days of our forefathers, yeshivas did not depart from them. He learns from the presence of the zakanim, of the elders in Mitzrayim in the Midbar, that yeshivas were present there. He continues that Avram Avinu was an elder sitting yeshiva. As it says, Avram zakain babi yamim. Avram was a zakain well on in years. And Pesukim were also brought to prove that Yitzhak and Yaakov were also elders who sat in yeshivas. And Eliezer, the Ebed Avram, was also a zakain sitting in yeshiva. As it's written, Avram said to his servant, the elder of his household, who controlled all that was his. Rabbi expanded the end of the Pasuk, who controlled all that was his, to mean that Eliezer had dominion over the Torah of his master. He also interprets the words who domestic Eliezer to mean that Eliezer drew from the Torah of his master and gave it to others to drink. Rashi explains that the word domestic is an anachronism of the words dola umashka. He draws and gives a drink. So the strong man who stood on the roof to see if dawn had arrived saw an elder yeshiva tell his loyal servant to set up an air of tafshilin, which reminds us. Rav said, Kim Avram Avinu called to Kula. Avram Avinu fulfilled the entire Torah, as it says, Eka v'sher shama Avram v'koli, bishmar bishmarti, mitzvosai chukosai v'sorosai. Because Avram obeyed my voice and observed my safeguards, my commandments, my statutes, my laws. Rav said, and some say it was Ravashi, Kim Avram Avinu afil eru v'tavshilin. Avram Avinu fulfilled even the Rabbanan of eru v'tavshilin, as it's written in the Pasuk Torosai, my laws, in the plural. Achaz tor shebiksav, v'achaz tor shebalpeh, which indicates both the written law and the oral law. So once again, the strong man who stood on the roof to see if dawn had arrived saw an elder in yeshiva tell his loyal servant to set up an Arab Tavshilin. Alright, now it's time to go to our four-block back chazara. Tav Chavdalot. So the symbol Chavdalot is a pitcher. So here goes. The cone who used a pitcher. A pitcher. That must be more than Chavdalot. Kad. The cone used a pitcher to pick up a comets of ashes, which reminds us Rabbi Avin inquired how much ash is the Trumas Edeshin performed with. 
The Gemara brings an explicit proof that it's stated regarding the separating the ash, Veheirim, and he shall separate the ash, and stated there regarding the Mincha offering, Veheirim, he shall separate his comets from it. So just as by the Mincha he separates the amount of his comets, so too here he separates the amount of his comets. Rashi explains that we don't require exactly this amount for the Druma's addition because it's impossible for the Kohen to put his hand into the heap of ash, which contains burning embers. Rather, the comets measure is only an estimation. The Kohen estimates the size of his comets and removes at least that amount with a Kli. So the Kohen who used a pitcher to pick up a comet of ashes was exposed as a czar, which reminds us the Gemara brings a Malchokas and whether a non-Kohen azar is chai misibidei shamayim for doing trumas adeshen. Rob said, Arba avodos chai valen misa, there are four avodos, that azar is chai misa, zrika haktara, nisa chamayim and nisa chayayim, but Levi says, af trumas adeshen, also for trumas adeshen. Rob's reason is based on the putz where he learns avodos matana, the Tsar is Chai Misa for a service of application, such as applying blood to the Mizbech, and not a service of removal, such as removing the ash. Levi says, Rabbi Rachmanah the Torah included the Trumas Edeshin in the Pasuk by stating the general phrase, regarding every matter of the Mizbech. So the Kona used a pitcher to pick up a comet of ashes, was exposed as a Tsar, when his Tsar's visitor's card was discovered in his big day hole that he wore to cast lots. Which reminds the Gemara asks him what garments of the Kohanim dress when they cast lots. Rav Nachman says Bebig Dekhon. Rav Shesha says Bebig Dekhodesh. Rav Nachman maintains their dress in Big Dekhon. For if they're dressed in Big Dekhodesh, there'd be strong-armed men who would do the service by force, which, which Rush explains that they would have done so if they had not won the pious. Rav Shesha says they're dressed in Big Dekhodesh. For if you say they're dressed in Big Dekhon, out of passion for the avoda, the select Dekhon might accidentally perform it without first changing into Big Dekhodesh. Akona does the avoda without wearing Big Dekhodesh, and it also disqualifies the Avoda. Tav Chafhei, so the Simra Chafhei is a silver anniversary. So here goes. This silver anniversary dinner, silver anniversary dinner, that must be more Tav Chafhei. This silver anniversary dinner was a disaster when the husband and wife were seated in different halves of the restaurant. Which reminds us that Bryce describes how the lots were cast in the Lushkas Agazis. The lots were cast on the eastern side, and the Zakin, referring to a member of the Sanhedrin, who instructed them in the procedure of the pies, sat on the western side. So Abai said, we can learn from this price that the Lushka Sagazis, half of it was in the consecrated space of the Azor, and half of it was in the unconsecrated space outside the Azor. For if it was complete in the Kodesh space, how could the Zakan sit in the western side? For it said, Sitting in the Azor is not permitted except for the kings from Malchus based David. And if you should say that the entire Lushka was in the whole space outside the Azor, how can the Bryce state that the lots were cast in the eastern side? We require manifestation of the Pasuk in the house of God. We walk with excitement, and that would not be the case if we're outside the Azor. Therefore, it must be that the Lushka was half in the Kodesh and half in the Chol. So, this silver anniversary dinner was a disaster when the husband and wife were seated in different halves of the restaurant. And then the overly eager waiter brought a near-empty glass of wine to the table, which reminds us, the second Mishnah lists the people involved in bringing the Tamid, but doesn't list who was Makabal the Dumb from the Shkita before the Zrika. The Gemara asked if we say that the Shochet is Makabal, because if we say the Zork is Makabal, perhaps out of his passion to do the Zrika, he may not receive all the blood. Rush explains that later we'll learn that all the blood should be received. Or perhaps we'll say the one who does the Zrika receives it, because if the Shochet receives it, he can't always do it because there are times when a Zar checks the animal. The Gemara brings a proof that the Zork is Makabal the Dumb from the fact that Ben Katan made 12 spouts for the cure, so that the 12 Kohanim involved in the tummy could sanctify the hands and feet at the same time. If the one who shacks it is Makabal the Dumb, then there would be 13 Kohanim, not 12. So the silver anniversary dinner was a disaster when the husband and wife were seated in different halves of the restaurant. And then the overly eager waiter brought a near-empty glass of wine to the table and served the wife a plate of cooked tail first. 
which reminds us, the Gemara brings a price that teaches a four-way of Melchokas regarding the order in which the parts of the Tamir are brought to the Mizbech. All agree the head is first. The Tanakama, who's Ben Azai, says it's brought the way it walks, from front to back. Rabbi Yossi says it's offered in the order in which it's skinned, from rear to front. Rabbi Kiva says it's offered in the order that it's dismembered. And Rabbi Yossi Aglili says it's offered in the order of its quality. The Tanakama of Armishna holds like Rabbi Yossi Aglili, except that he judges quality by the limb with the most meat. And Rabbi Yossi Aglili goes by the fattiness of the meat. Dav Chavav. So the symbol Dav Chavav is a military coup. So here goes. The military coup. Military coup. That must be more Dav Chavav. The military coup to steal the wealth-producing incense altar failed miserably, which reminds us the next mission states that before the third pious, the following announcement is made, Chadashim HaKatoris, Bovafis, for those gone are new to the avoda of offering the Katoris, come and cast lots. The more brings a price that teaches that a person never repeated it, meaning that no one ever offered the Katoris more than once. Vichina said the reason is, it's because it brings prosperity to those who perform it. Or she explains that because it made someone wealthy, it didn't allow one to do it twice. Even though the Oas mentioned the same Pusik as the Katoris, when the Pusik speaks of making someone wealthy, it's referring to an infrequent avoda, for otherwise al Kohanim would be rich. So the military coup to steal the wealth-producing incense altar failed miserably. When they couldn't make it through the multitudes of Kohanim, bring the limbs up from the ramp to the Mizbeach, which reminds us the Mishnah stated that the fourth pious is for a new Kohanim together with the old ones, and determines who brings the limbs up from the ramp to the Mizbeach. The Gvorin notes that our Mishnah is not going with the opinion of Rebbe Lezben Yaakov, who was taught in the Mishnah and Tamid. The Rebbe Yaakov says that the one who brings the lamps up onto the ramp is the one who brings them up onto the Mizbeach. The Gvorin explains that Artana maintains that it's preferable to have a larger number of Kohanim participating, because it's stated by Rovam Hadras Melech, with the multitude of people is the glory of the king. Rabbi Elizabeth Yaakov holds that Kohanim who carry the limbs of the ramp should finish the job by taking them to the Mizbech, because in the place of the Shekhinah it's not proper conduct to give the impression that a job is too troublesome to finish. So the military coup to steal the wealth-producing incense altar failed miserably, when they couldn't make it through the multitudes of Kohanim, bringing the limbs up from the ramp to the Mizbech, and the two Kohanim carrying the wood. Which reminds us, it was taught in a Bryce where Bishim Bar Yachai says that from where do I know regarding the afternoon tummy that requires two blocks of wood carried by two Kohanim to the Marach on the Mizbech, the Torah states, the sons of Aaron shall place the fire on the Mizbech and they shall arrange wood on the fire. Since this phrase has no application in the morning tummy, for it's already written there, then applied to the afternoon tummy. Since the Pasuk is written in plural, Va'archu, we derive that two Kohanim are required. Dab Chavzain, so the similar Dab Chavzain is a kazoo. A kazoo, so here goes. The children who joyously boo their kazoos, kazoos, that must be Muran Dav Chavzayan. The children who joyously boo their kazoos when they saw their non tati skin and dismember an offering, which reminds the more brings a brice on the bottom of Chav Vavam base, the teachers regarding a personal offering have shaitim bin and shav bizarre. Their skinning and dismemberment are equal in that they may be performed by a czar. Chizki brings initial sources ruling but it's refuted, and after several attempts to identify the source, the Gemara concludes that it's from the following Pesach concerning the burning of the limbs of an Ola. The Hikter HaKon es HaKol, and the Kohen shall cause it all to go up in smoke. What does the superfluous mention of a Kohen come to teach? To exclude flaying and dismemberment from the requirement to have a Kohen perform it. So the children who joyously blew their kazoos when they saw their non-Kohen tati, skin and dismember an offering, were hushed by six Kohanim carrying parts of the Tamid. Which reminds us, the Gemara expounds the following Pesach regarding the Ola offering, they shall arrange the sons of Aaron the Kohanim. They shall arrange implies to. The sons of Aaron implies to. Kohanim implies to. We learn from this that the sheep of the Tamid requires six Kohanim to bring its parts to the ramp. Rabbi was bothered by the following difficulty. The above Pasuk is discussing the old offering brought from cattle, which requires 24 Kohanim to carry their parts. 
Molazer then resolved the difficulty himself. So the Pus concludes, on the wood that's on the fire that's on the Mizbeach. Since these words are superfluous, since the previous Pusik mentioned them as well, they must come to teach regarding a matter where they play a significant role. This must be a reference to the sheep of the Tamid. Rashi explains that even if the previous day's arrangement is still burning, a new arrangement must be made for the Tamid. So the children who joyously blew their kazoos when they saw their non-kohantati skin and dismembered offering were hushed by six kohanim carrying parts of the Tamid, who heard them all night blowing when their father put wood on the maracha. Which reminds us, Rabbi Zerah objected to ruling said in the name of Yochanan, that Zar Shesidr as a maracha chayev, a non kohen arranged the wood on the maracha is chayev, referring to Misbidei Shemayim. Rabbi Zerah said, Do you ever find an avoda that's valid if it's performed at night, and yet it's invalid if it's performed by a Zar? Since the arrangement of the wood on the maracha can be done at night, it should not require a Kohen. The Gemara objects to Rabbi Zerah's assumption because of two reasons, and each one is refuted. The Gemara concedes that Rabbi Zerah's assumption stands and amends Rabbi Yochanan's statement to Zar Shesidr Shnei Gezire Eitzim Chayev, a non-Kohen who arranged the two blocks of wood on the Maracha, is Chayev, referring to Misbidei Shemaim, due to it being a daytime avoda. All right, now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions plus three bonus questions from previous Masechitas. Number one, which topic one that they would check to see if the Zman of Shechit had arrived because one time they had confused the light with the light of the moon, that's on Duff. Chavchaz. Good number two, which stuff when the two Kohani brought the Shnei Gezire Eitzim for the afternoon Tami, that's on Duff. Chavah. Good number three, which stuff do we have a Machos Rav Nachman of Sheshes, whether the Kohani wear Big Day Kosh or Big Day Chol when casting lots, that's on Duff. Chavdaot. Good number four. Which stuff when the Azar is permitted to arrange the wood on the Maracha, since an Avoda done at night can be done by Azar? That's on Duff. Chavzayin. Good number five. Which of the Unkani were only permitted to bring the Kotoras once, since it makes them wealthy? That's on Duff. Chavah. Good number six. Which of the Unkani that Avram kept the entire Torah, even the Rabbanan, such as Eruvah Tabshilin? That's on Duff. Chavchez. Good number seven. Which of the that the Zorik was Makabal the Dumb? That's on Duff. Chavhei. Good number eight. Which of the Unkani skinning and dismemberment, Hepshit and Nituach, can be done by Azar? That's on Duff. Chavzayin. Good number nine. Which something that the Abbas learned in yeshivas, as well as Eliezer, Evid Avram, that's on Duff. Chavches. Good. And number ten. Which something that six Kohanim bring the parts of the Tamid up to the ramp on the Mizbeach, that's on Duff. Chavzayin. Good. Now the three bonus questions. Number one. Which something that besides the Shulchan and the Heicho, there were two Shulchanos, one of marble when it was brought in and one of gold when the Lechem was taken out, that's on Duff. Yedzayin and Shkallim. Good. Number two. Which of the learned that one has until Tuesday night to make Havdalah? That's on Duff. Chavavim Sachim. Good. And number three. Which of the learned that Harsinai has five different names? That's on Duff. Pate has in Shabbos. Excellent. All right. That concludes the pop quiz. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zichur. Wishing you a great day and great learning.